Uh, welcome to the Tire Preference Podcast. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, they don't need a lot of banter. It's been an off week of the holidays, so let's just get right into, we into things. We took two yeah, weeks, we took two weeks, weeks off. Weeks off. <laughs> There's two holidays, okay? They're a week apart, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, here at the Tire Preference Podcast, we offer all of our employees a two-week vacation around the holidays. We do. It's a paid vacation. We yeah, give them exactly. the full salary that they would get. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, and we're making so much money off this podcast, I was able to go on vacation. Right, so a lot of companies were, you know, before the crypto crunch, talking about giving salaries and shit. I think there's even an NFL <laughs> player that took his contract in Bitcoin, which is worth yeah, like there's... $13 now or some shit. <laughs> so yeah, and then... Could have been a multi-million dollar contract. Anyway, so we, we take our uh, contract... FTX Stadium. <laughs> yeah, our... <laughs> Our uh, salaries are paid in beers that we buy ourselves because we're That's a podcast. So. We're paid in exposure. I'm enjoying some of my salary right now. Me too. Mm. Yummy. What are you enjoying, Jake? That's good salary. Oh, we're going to jump right into that? Okay, so uh, yeah, let's yeah, get the... Uh, oh, I'm drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, let's get the uh, formalities out of the way. So uh, welcome to the Tire Preference Podcast. I am Jake. I'm sitting here with uh, my brother, Tyler. Hi. Hey, I'm uh, one of my best buddies, Dave. Yo, yo. Hey, we're going to talk to you about some F1 stuff because this is the F1 podcast. Well, it's an F1 podcast. And not F- the F1 podcast. A F1? Yeah. An F1? We're not an officially licensed F1 podcast. We're just a bunch of couch jockeys who like watching racing. Yeah. That's true. We're Monday morning um, uh, race director. No, not race directors. Uh, What's Christian Horace official position? Race principals. Team bosses. Team bosses. Team we're bossing. Monday morning team bosses. That's what we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to talk to you about some F1 stuff as it comes along. Um, but we got to get some stuff out of the way first. So, yes, we took a two-week uh, holiday break. Uh, holidays are crazy for everyone, and we are super grassroots. All of us were working during the holidays, so that also yeah. became you know a thing. And mm-hmm. family's in town, friends are in town. There's just little time for research or reading or anything F1, especially in the off season. So expect the yeah. the two week break every year because it's yeah. it's a common. Well, <laughs> also, yeah, and it's it's not worth to put out a a shitty episode just to put one out either. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. We're not gonna just get on here and you know fucking tell dick jokes for a half hour because that's yeah. not plus it's off season it's you're not missing much not a lot goes on yeah we have to let a couple news stories build up so we can talk about it otherwise it's just <laughs> yeah. fucking right. 45 minutes to an hour of jake and i making off-color jokes and then dave has to decide what's good for the air or not right it, it depends on how long the episode by how terrible yeah. the jokes get when dave decides that they're too terrible for human consumption which they get to often then he cuts it off when we end the episode yeah. Our editing team works overtime, countless hours of overtime. Mm-hmm. He also Count- has this, yeah, he has a white, black and white flag for track limits for those of you that yeah. want to listen to the podcast. He's also got which, a bit of an oval fan behind it, it's, too. Over yeah. His right shoulder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you want to yeah. know. Getting detailed. It's, it's a bladeless fan. You can stick your arm through there. Yeah, you, and you won't get cut. 
Well, it's not on, Dave. So yeah, that's true, isn't it? It goes to another <laughs> portal. You're gonna get your hand chopped off. <laughs> yeah, the portal ends with some fucking you know intergalactic beings asshole just fucking shit into the door. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Dave's twisting get... a monster. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off on a tangent already. We're not even through the intro. So, um, as Tyler has put it so lovingly, we are a drink along podcast. So go ahead and have a beer with us because. We are just a bunch of buddies talking about F1, having a beer. This would be like a conversation we'd have in the den or the man cave, if you will. Or maybe the garage if the wife has kicked us out of the house. We don't yeah. know the situation, but we're a bunch of dudes talking about F1, having a beer. So, Tyler, what are you or, drinking? Uh, I am drinking the Breakside IPA from Portland, Oregon. Uh, Four-pack can be found at Costco for $11. Oh, great ad. They're not paying us, so thanks for that. Yeah. Sorry, Costco's not paying us. It's just where I found it. Neither is Breakside or whatever the fuck you're drinking from. <laughs> yeah, it's Breakside should sponsor us. <laughs> Anyone should sponsor us. <laughs> I'll tell people I write you know my notes in these fucking big pens if they want to send me liners. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you can't trust liners. Ferrari's pit strategy, but you can trust a big pen. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting close to the point where we can get ads if we want so, oh we've already surpassed it we've already surpassed it so we could be getting ads soon we'll see anyway dave what are you sipping on over there uh actually i got uh some guests in our campground decided to leave a case of these founders all day ipas mm. oh nice so I, i'm drinking on those nice nice you can drink those all day yeah you can you can. They're, 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 yeah, that's a proper session beer. I think it's only like 4.7. Yeah, I don't and know. It's like anything below five is a session beer, that they call yeah, it. Four, seven. Yeah, 4.7. Yeah, 4.7. Yeah, I got yeah, the opposite four, seven. of that. <clears throat> well, I did have that bear hug. I think that was 7.7. Seven, seven, so. Oh, yeah. Nice. I had a couple IPAs before, when Dave and I were playing games, getting ready for the podcast. Um, but I have a uh, Willetized Lagunitas Coffee Stout Age in Rye Oak Barrels. It's that's a mouthful. Delicious. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's what like, she said. Mm. Yeah, thirteen point one percent. God damn, man, that's like a glass of wine. Jesus it's so Christ. good. It's fucking. It is. It's ten W thirty motor oil, six thousand miles past the the change date and it's winter outside that's the consistency nice Christ. um nice sounds wonderful Mud. okay so let's get to the podcast <laughs> yeah let's just dive right into this <clears throat> so yeah you're happy that you're listening to us um you're, you're happy that we're back but we're going to talk about something um incredibly sad and this is where we're dropping the irony and the sarcasm for a just minute for a because moment. Just for a moment, we're going to get real. We're going to have a little powwow around the fire. Last joke I'm making, I swear. Um, So, recently, as of the recording of this episode, the automotive and motorsports world lost a very big presence. And that presence was Ken Block. Yeah. Now, it's very sad. If the name doesn't ring a bell, Ken Block was known for a lot of things. Some of the minor things being uh, he was a skater for a while. He co-founded DC Shoe Company. Um, more things you might know him from is uh, found, uh, founding the Hoonigan clothing company line and the, the their brand of stuff. Kind of around oh, that time. And, that? 
he well yeah, he yeah. co-founded it uh or oh, he might have really? found it i don't think he found it himself he might have co-founded it but uh um, but still i, I thought right it wouldn't be around if it was... wasn't for him wow. yeah um even before that he became a uh wrc rally driver <clears throat> for subaru and i'm not going to get on here and say that you know he was a personal hero of mine that I looked up to him and all this stuff because that's really, it's, it's not true. I did. I was a huge fan of his. I really did look forward to, to seeing him perform his stuff because back in the day, even before I got into F1, I was a huge rally fan. I yeah. fucking loved rally. That was like one of the first jobs I wanted to do when I was a young kid was be a rally driver. And my first rally, quote unquote, hero was Colin McRae. And he tragically died in 07 on uh, a helicopter crash. And so when he died, I needed a surrogate um, or just like a new person to look up to, obviously, because Colin McRae wasn't racing anymore. Um, and so Ken Block definitely filled that role like to be beyond what I could have hoped for. You know, he was good at what he did. He was humble. He had great sponsors. I was a little upset when he went to Ford because I'm not a Ford fan, but I was super stoked when he went to Audi because Audi's dope. And he was, but he raced for Subaru at the beginning when I fucking love Subaru. One of my dream cars still to this day is an STI from 07. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Beautiful you know, car. He did the Jim Connor series. A lot of people might know him from that. He was on top there Fantastic a couple times. Fantastic video series. There is not a person my age who has not seen at least one of those videos or at least heard the term. Right. What, yeah. what was it? Jim Connor. Jim Connor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Dave's only joke allowed. No, that... <laughs> <laughs> right. If you haven't seen any of the Jim Connor stuff, you have to watch it. Seeing how Ken Block can control a car is so fucking insane. It's almost beyond belief. You know. There, there was a Jim Connor series where he's doing uh, donuts in a four-wheel drive 65 Mustang. That uh, thing was fucking cool. And he's doing donuts under this Impala on hydraulics as the car's bouncing up. So when he's on the back end of the car, it's down. And when he zooms around to the front end, it's up. And the hood of his car is passing under the front axle of the lowrider. It's fucking insane. The dude's car control was legendary. And when you have someone in motorsports that passes and you have people just to kind of speak about, you know, our area of what we talk about, Formula One, when you have people that are in the Formula One, not just drivers, but like team principals and stuff going on their social meds and saying tragedy, RIP Ken Block. And you also have people from the um, world known Pikes Peak uh hill climb division like that organization so, like using their entire social media thing is just a one page thing for about ken block you can tell that he really touched a lot of people not to mention the thousands of fans and he was one of those motherfuckers like i never met him personally but i've heard that he was one of those guys that never didn't sign an autograph so i'm in the street if you were there and you were in line he signed every autograph he could he's just an all-around good dude and it is yeah. a tragedy that he's gone. Tragically died uh, this last week in a snowmobile accident in Utah. Um, leaves behind a wife and a 16-year-old daughter who right. also drives cars, too. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was actually doing a series where she was taking that. Uh, uh, I think they call it the Hoonicorn. Oh or, yeah, excuse I saw me if I'm wrong. That, yeah, because I I could be wrong. I'm not up to date on all of the cars he does. Like I said, the dude was not. I didn't follow him to a T. I wasn't one of those fans, but I really did look up to him in a certain sense. But well, I'm not going to sit like there and tell you. Like hands on a lot of pots. You know, yeah, his hands on a lot of pots. But yeah, his, so his daughter was racing his, one of his, I think it was his, the Mustang, basically, from the uh, Jim Connor series in the drag races against all, it was specifically racing against other social media people and their drag race cars, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's also a really cool series you should definitely check out. Um, yeah, like I said, he most recently signed with Audi. He was going to be doing some Audi stuff, and he had a really cool video where he got to go and drive a legit from the era Group B Quattro S1, or no, S2. And he got to drive the prototype S1 that they didn't get out, but it was more balls. Ones that were too dangerous to continue. A hundred percent. And, um, this next, you know, 10 to 15 seconds, we're just going to, I'm just going to go through what happened. If you don't want to hear it, feel free to, you know, spin forward. I think Spotify's got a 15 second jump. You don't have to hear it, but I know that I usually have a morbid curiosity about how people die when they die, especially famous people. So I'm just going to let that out. It sounds like, so what, what, what I read was from the BBC is he was out going, uh, doing a snowmobile run with some friends family was there i'm sure this is his death was announced on the second i think it was it was was this last monday right so it doesn't mean that it happened on the second although it could have i don't know when it happened exactly i don't know what day it was but anyway i heard it was the second because he posted on social media that morning then it probably was the second so he's out with a group of people and they're all snowmobiling or snow machining whatever wherever you're from Uh, Which is something he loved to do. And from what I hear, he was alone at the time and he was going up a very steep incline and just gave it a little too much beans or something else happened. The snow shifted. Anyway, the snowmobile upended and landed on top of him. We don't know how far down he fell. We don't know like what the distance from, you know, top to bottom was as far as the fall goes or how the machine landed on him. But what is known is that that's what happened and he was alone at the time that it happened and his group caught on to him <clears throat> and found him like that. And mm-hmm. they didn't give the detail of if they found him dead, I'm sure. I mean, that they're not, you know, they probably, I, it, we're not going to get into it, but basically he was pronounced dead uh, almost at the scene when medical people arrived. So that's extremely tragic. We hate to hear it. And, um, you know, if you're thinking like, oh, why would he go snowmobiling alone and all this stuff? And it's just like, this is what the dude did, right? This is what he like. Yeah, he, he was with the group and probably just, I don't know, went and saw something he wanted to try. So he was alone at the time, but I'll, he didn't go out alone that day. Yeah, he didn't leave um, that day by himself. <laughs> yeah, so no yeah. hopping on soapboxes. Yeah, no yeah. hopping on soapboxes. This is a tragedy. We don't need you to make a fucking point about snowmobile safety and all that shit. I'm sure he's done this a thousand times and nothing happened, and this is the one time it did. So, yeah, it you know it upended, it landed on him. It was fucking tragic, and all of us are sad about the passing of Ken Block. He was a, uh, um, 
don't know. True legend of the legend. sport. He was a true yeah. legend. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. He was. You know, had all these sure. really cool videos coming out right <clears throat> when social media was really like taking off too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like you said earlier, Jake, the guy had an eye for for uh, branding. I guess he really did. Like yeah, advertising and all that stuff. He he just he knew where to put stuff to make it seen and knew how to do stuff. You know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, he was doing so. Like a good example is um, think about like Red Bull racing down a mountain in the F1 car with uh, tire chains on full wets, right? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of shit that Ken Block was thinking of well before that happened. And I'm not saying that like he he helped them to come up with that. I mean, they could have come up with that on their own, but Ken Block was doing weird, crazy shit like that before that was the thing. So that's the kind of level he was on and put his name out there. You know, yeah, he's always ready to take it up another notch. See what else we can do with his car. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah, oh, he yeah. definitely drove to of the limits. That's not. A, I mean, in the car, we're not talking about the snowmobile <laughs> stuff because. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. you know, he he was an action sports star. You're always pushing shit to. You're limit, always pushing shit to limits. Yeah. And he, I mean, to be honest, he died with lo- doing what he loved. So that, I mean, I wish that uh, we, everyone we, that yeah, I know, say yeah, we we could all. Be so lucky to be die doing what we love doing. The happiest you can be in your entire life in one moment, and then well, up up until that very sure. next moment, and, yeah. <laughs> but up, then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the realization we're not going to get into it anyway. So yeah, let's. Yeah. Uh, so that was our little <laughs> tribute to Ken Block. <clears throat> um, yeah, we're just going to move on from that. I don't really think anything else needs to be said. So yeah, um, R.I.P. Ken Block. R.I.P. Uh, Ken Block. Missed, um, hmm. Yeah, real yep. shitty. All right, well, uh, now let's take a full 180 and start making terrible jokes about F1 stuff. <laughs> you want to start with Haas? <laughs> oh, God. I think you uh, know I was what? hoping you would, actually. Let's start with Haas. Uh, <laughs> Haas. Well, uh, what were you Haas. saying, Jake? No, I, I think that's, you know, we should okay. start with, mm. with Haas because my fucking God. <laughs> Awesome. My God! So, I mean, how hard up are you? you who know? wants to start? Let's, let's preface this with this: Haas has a new title sponsor, which they is do, which is wonderful because, like, they they could use the money, and it's always good for each team to have a title sponsor. I like, would almost say that instead of saying Haas has a new title sponsor, we should <laughs> say this company has a new F one. Sponsor, yeah, no shit. Um, in the past, there was you know famous title sponsors too. There was like Williams Martini Racing, um, that that flowed off the tongue. It was a bit of a mouthful, uh, but that was it okay. Was the, it was the racing company before the product, though. Yeah, Ferrari had. Uh, I think Ferrari had a marble racing uh, thing for a really long. No, time. No, that was McLaren. McLaren, no. yeah. No, it was yeah, and then maybe Ferrari, Ferrari did too. Ferrari did, I think, for a little time. bit, yeah. Which or maybe I a little think bit, yeah. I know they had it for a bit. Fucking hilarious that like because Marvel was like a huge tobacco company, right? And so you see these like sports stars because nowadays, like, if you watch Drive to Survive or anything, and like we think of professional athletes, they're like strict diet, really right. healthy peak <laughs> athletes. And then you think like we notched it back 23 years ago and the big sponsor for F1 was a fucking tobacco company. I Dude, saw you, know, you could watch footage. you could watch baseball games from like the 70s and 80s and there's 
fucking players smoking in the dugouts. Yeah, <laughs> saw, there was. I saw uh, onboard footage of a NASCAR event. I don't know when it was, but uh, during the race, the driver takes one hand off the wheel and brings a cigarette up and puts it. I'm not shitting you in his fucking mouth and lights it. And they're like, "Oh, he's smoking another cigarette." Like he had done this before. And he's just Fuck fucking, yeah. you know, zooming around this track at 200 miles an hour, having a dart, and just fucking feeling chill the whole goddamn time. I love it. Or like there was a picture, and it was I was the Super Bowl in the 70s. I can't remember who the quarterback was, but they show him in the locker room. And he's got a cigarette, the playbook, and there's a half-drank fucking Miller Light sitting between his legs during like halftime. Joe Namath, fucking, I think it was Joe Namath. Halftime during the fucking Super Bowl. Well, hold like, on, is I, it Namath or Namath? Namath. Might be Namath. <laughs> or like you used to see the pictures of Jackie Stewart, <clears throat> you know, before he gets in the car when they're doing like the pre-race stuff. Instead of listening to music, getting in the zone and doing reaction shit, he's sitting there with a fucking cigarette. <laughs> like <clears throat> I know smoking is bad for you, but there's something about like old smoking pictures and advertisements and the sponsorships that like I really enjoy. Like deep yeah, right. for some reason. <laughs> Look, we're gonna we're, we're so the official tire preference podcast is smoking is bad for you. You shouldn't yes. smoke. But that doesn't mean that in certain situations, smoking is the coolest fucking thing you could do in the goddamn world. You <laughs> there know? are times. If I'm, flying, yeah. if I'm flying a fucking F-15 Eagle fighter jet and I'm shooting down Ruskies and I'm having a cigarette, I am 10 <laughs> times cooler than the dude that's right next to me, my wingman, who's also killing Ruskies and no cigarette. I am the dude that's going to get laid that night because I got to fucking smoke and I'm fucking smoking it in the cockpit. Yeah, I was watching fucking lame, a... man, fucking lame Tard is not getting any poon that night because he didn't have any fucking Winstons in his top pocket. I was watching it was a live they even make was Winstons a... anymore. I don't know, dude. Sure. No, fuck yeah. The I was watching a rancid concert been around since the 70s. So, yeah, I was watching a fucking rancid concert, and in the middle of the set, you see Tim Armstrong walk off like kind of off camera and you can see him do something. He comes back on and like lights a cigarette in the middle of the set and continues playing guitar with the cigarette in his hand <laughs> that he's playing like on the fucking neck of the guitar with. I'm like, dad, I... smoking is bad for you, but that's fucking badass. Dude, I saw, cool. I was at a, a show years ago and I, one of the guitar players was, you know, ripping heaters the whole time. But like when he was like really getting into it, he would put it in the fucking strings and it would be sitting up at the top of his necks. <laughs> yeah. Shredding. It was awesome. I saw a picture <laughs> of Bob Dylan doing that. That's a, that like, is a lost art that like if you're if you're listening to this and you're of the older crowd and your parents smoked, there is a lost art of finding a place to put your cigarette while it's lit. While you're doing <laughs> yeah. Shit. Or like, really dude, you know, or like, you know, we grew up. I don't want to say that we grew up in that generation. There's not too many people I knew that lit fireworks off on 4th of July with their dad's with their cig- cigarette. <laughs> yeah. their I did it with cigarette. my own cigarettes up until I was fucking 30. Was that, yeah, you haven't smoked in a long fucking time, Dave. Yeah, I quit. Uh, when did we quit smoking? It's been a couple of years. Quite it's been a, a long. Actually. I think I was still in Lindenwood when that happened, or I just left. Yeah, we. You I was, got yeah. real fucking sick, and you're like, "I'm done smoking. I'm not after this." I'm yeah, like, dude, I got like a super flu, and then you got a like, super I'm, flu. I'm, I'm fucking done smoking. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just quit. Well, good for you for quitting, Dave. That's awesome. So, um, the build up to do it. The build up to <laughs> all this is Haas has a new 
title sponsor and kind of a new name for their team um mm-hmm. Jay- i can't believe we got sorry i can't believe we got that far off topic because i completely yeah. forgot what we started <laughs> so yeah i even have the page up on the second half of my computer screen right now so yeah um so the hoss's hoss's new team name is are you ready for this so the hoss f1 team <laughs> is name now <clears throat> is moneygram Hoss F1 team. That's the stupidest <laughs> fucking name I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. Where are you? I, like, I mean, there's it's just trigging. like uh oh god damn it. Dave's trigger needs to smoke. Go ahead. <laughs> you are trudging the bottom. I just so I I just like how the only American team. The Italian Italian Amer- American I got something for, I got oh, something for this. I got I something. Out. I thought what, about what this. we call. I thought about um, this. You thought about it. If I thought you, about it too. If you if you combine Italian and American, you get American. Yeah, even better. <laughs> if you combine Italian and American, we just call them New Jerseyans. <laughs> Guidos. <laughs> Is that racist? Yeah. I don't know if that's racist. It might be. And I'm according like, to them, half, whatever you know, because there's like. What? Sorry. Okay. What does MoneyGram fucking do exactly? So that was, that's that the other funny thing is, like, so MoneyGram is a um um, it's like a Western it's like a cash Union. sending service. It's yeah, like a cash sending service. So yeah. so the only American team has found a majority sponsor so be- desperately that they put them in front of their own team name that is created to send bail money to friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> Across the country, <laughs> this is what America. This is what it's like having America in F one. So I hope you're ready yeah. for more fucking it rest was, of the world. Yeah, because <laughs> that market is strong. Because the fucking cryptocurrency market fell out from under him. So now the people that are doing fine is the fucking bail money people, the bail bond money people, yeah. the money order people. What's, is, oh, what's the Christ. they're sending? What's the bail amount? They don't have a so their 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 range of can I send this is uh, in between zero and laundry money and then it <laughs> blacks out to bail money of various uh, amounts. Yeah, have you ever? Yeah, so that's that's the silliest fucking thing in the world. I mean, that's great. Right. It's so. What is this a U.S. company? Like, where is this it, company? So, <laughs> um, doing my research, I typed in uh, so. I wanted the I wanted the the bare bones um, intel on this, right? I didn't, I didn't want no fancy smancy from the website shit. So I typed this in like someone who's looking to use it. So <laughs> I went to Google and I typed in um, "money ham safe" and it said "moneygram is safe." And I said "money ham to be used to me for international." And I misspelled international on purpose. And I said, "Yes, moneygram can be used internationally." <laughs> and uh, um, I started typing it like uh, "moneygram to be for transfer to friends and fam." And it said, "Yes, you can transfer moneygram friends and family." Um, it's so I said, um, "What the fuck did I type?" I think I typed I typed in uh Mooney Gurham to be better than the best 
as Western Union. And it said, yes, MoneyGram is better than Western Union. No, it said Western Union is better internationally. It's got more backing. So if you're sending that bail money across these, uh, use uh, Western Union. Don't use MoneyGram. God, it's just only... the other uh... the other terrible part about this. The other embarrassing, cringy part about this really <clears throat> is that the Haas logo has been changed. Yeah, I, I fucking this hate is... that. I mean, it, it probably has happened before, but in my recent memory uh, right now, I can't think of another team that has changed their entire fucking logo to, you know, be like, you don't see Ferrari, I mean, you know, putting money, a fucking money smoke on the hoof of the horse when they were sponsoring cigarettes for a they long gotta time. They got to be ponying up some serious dough to. I see what you did there. Either that or Haas. Hey. I mean, Hustle has what been over backwards for sponsors before. When they were partnered with like Rich Energy, they changed their colors to that black and gold. Black and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. They, they didn't change nail. the logo. And when, yeah, when that they, after a season and a half is like, fuck y'all. When they were I'm that, out. When they were with that Russian um, uh, fertilizer company, the <laughs> instead of the TM, if you really look close, it said um, WC, which stands for War Crimes. Oh yeah, that's right. That lasted all. It started. They went a whole season and then ended about February, I think. <laughs> yeah. So we're, which you know, I don't want to get political on this podcast. We're getting up to like you know near a year or over of the Ukraine conflict, which is totally fucked. Yeah. But the only thing that and I just I want to know where this company is based out of because I'm just I want to find an ad for this company somewhere. Dallas. I'm not saying that this existed. Oh, it's in Dallas. Thank it's God. in Dallas. That's <laughs> just like and <laughs> that where it's like their Super Bowl commercial where it's fucking dog the bounty hunter comes on and he's just like if you don't pay money grand back I'm gonna fucking kick your ass down motherfucker. Right. Well, it wasn't always known <laughs> as um, money grand. Oh, what was their old name? Pepper Spray. Uh, their old name. So they were. Uh, they originally started in Minneapolis, and they were based in uh, <laughs> under the Traveler's name. Which, if if that sounds new to you or or old, depending on how old you are, that's like Traveler's the Traveler's Insurance, Traveler's, traveler's checks. checks, or yeah, yeah, Traveler's Insurance, Traveler's Checks. I think they're all kind of conglomerate in with each other, and <laughs> so now they became a company that helps you bail people out of jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, what else do you use fucking wire transfers for? Not buying cars. I know that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> buying your way into F one, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so I was thinking about like it's, it's, it's this American name, and it was a mile long, and it's like my version of their name was. Um, Fucking hold on a second. God damn it. Um, it was uh, money grass, Haas, Dunkin' Donuts, fucking Jersey ass, Wawa coffee ass, fucking F1 ass team. Yeah, what a burger eating ass, Dunkin' Donut drinking ass, fucking Church's chicken eating ass, fucking yeah, Haas F1 team. Like, the, <laughs> like it's just how do you? So here's here's the other thing. It's like how do you tell me you're desperate for sponsors without saying I'm desperate for sponsors? <laughs> you, you, you put their game. name first. <laughs> you put their name first. It's like God yeah. damn it. And you know, him <laughs> and I were like talking about it off camera earlier, and his wife was in the same room, and she brought up a good point. It's like if Gene Haas is what, like, how is it like? 
What, what did she say? Something about how he's financially invested. Why? 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 If he doesn't like this anymore, just get out of the yeah. fucking sport. <laughs> yeah. So he has to be financially like he he has to know this is like a money getting opportunity because yeah, fuck, dude. Well, absolutely. That's yeah, I mean, he's a team owner. He's not. Yeah, he's looking. I just for imagine money. him. Yeah, anyway, sorry, get it. No, anyway, I just imagine him sitting in a dark room with like a glass of whiskey and like the lights are off and his wife walks by and she goes. Money Graham, Gene Haas, are you ready to come to bed? I know. Like, hey, um, Barbara, we need more toilet paper in the guest house. Okay, I'm gonna go to Walmart. Will you money gram me some you know funds to buy that? <laughs> so Tyler and I um uh we we've come up with a, a short to long list of things you would MoneyGram people for <laughs> you oh, would MoneyGram your uncle three states over because quote she told me she was eighteen <laughs> 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 and the first one's getting cut. <laughs> you you would MoneyGram your friend from high school because he has found a lucrative business in the quote. Catalytic converter area of automotive stuff, and he needs to buy himself a sawzall and a grinder. You would moneygram one of your high school friends because they quote got into a multi-level marketing scheme and needed help. <laughs> Pyramid scheme for the uninitiated. Yes. <laughs> no, it's multi-level marketing. We had a multi-level marketing scheme that was going around out here for a while. And I went into the fucking store the other day at a store that the name starts with C and rhymes with Costco. And they always have different vendors in there. And this it was a knife company. And the fucking Pyramid Scheme Knife Company was there selling knives. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> it was a cold, cold, well, what's it called? Cutco. Uh, oh, Cutco, yes. Yeah. Um, Cutlery Cut. Anyway, so you would also moneygram someone uh, you know, we, we already made this joke, for bail money. It's another mm-hmm. big uh, moneygram. You would moneygram someone because, quote, no, man, seriously, this is a good fucking deal. Nothing's gonna happen right. to fucking Bitcoin. I guarantee it. You would money gram someone because my car's broke and I found a great deal on a Chevy S10 with the 2.4 liter carbureted motor. If you know, you know. <laughs> you would money gram someone because, quote, yeah, dude, I'm the leader of FTX and it went under, but I need help. I'm in Jamaica right now. <laughs> <laughs> you would money gram someone who was at the fire festival. Yeah. Stuck on a beach eating cheese on bread because <laughs> they just want to get home. <laughs> you would money gram somebody. You would money gram your uncle who's going to donate the money to stop the steal. <laughs> <laughs> you would money gram your aunt because <laughs> quote i have this new venture selling candles and it's gonna make a lot of money yeah i need you to invest <laughs> you would money gram your investment to your aunt's candle company 
<laughs> All right. Well, should we move on to rumor corner because we've already gotten the flags from Dave? We, we absolutely should. <laughs> we absolutely should. Okay. <laughs> you, you and Money Graham, your college friend in another country, because no man, we can sell these back in the states and make a lot of money. Trust me. <laughs> You would money Graham your Kenyan prince because he needs money to get his money out of escrow. <laughs> you would money Graham Michael Jackson because he's still alive and just needs access to his money you for five hundred dollars. You would money Graham Tupac because he's still alive and needs access to his money for five hundred dollars. <laughs> you would money Graham Andrew Tate so he could buy pizza from not a Romanian pizza company. <laughs> <laughs> you would money cram Andrew Tate so he could fight that bitch Greta Thunberg. <laughs> With his dinosaur-powered vehicles. <laughs> you would money cram Andrew Tate so he could get his Bugatti back. <laughs> you would Money Graham Andrew Tate to change his name to Tate from Taint. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Tate is a fucking cunt and he deserves to burn in the worst pits of hell for human trafficking. I'm so glad that he got arrested. I'm so glad that he got arrested. I'm so glad they got his fucking shithead brother. Go fuck yourself. It was the it was his response video to Greta where he had the pizza box. He said, "Don't recycle it." The cops went, "That's a Romanian pizza box." He's still in this fucking country, right? (laughs) And he got caught by the fucking Romanians. They don't have the same laws as the U.S. cops. Yeah, you would money. You would money grab a distant cousin because he got a job with the Romanian police department. (laughs) (laughs) He needs gear. Because they're still chasing people on mules. <laughs> you, <laughs> you would money grab you Romanian cousin Gop so he can buy a 96 Ford Marquee because they can't afford the crowd mix. Yeah. <laughs> you would money cram a good friend of yours who's in Bulgaria and is at his place that sells brushes. <laughs> <laughs> Made of the hair of the woman's arm. <laughs> Authentic woman's Oh, good call. Yeah. <laughs> you can scrub rust off of steel and you can light a match on this brush. <laughs> <laughs> you got a high spot in your concrete, just get one of them brushes from the Bulgarian woman and it'll shave it right down. Um, Dave. <laughs> Do you regret doing a podcast with us yet? <laughs> Not at all. As, as, a, as a token of our appreciation, we're going to get you a boot cleaner straight from <laughs> Bulgaria. <laughs> it can also be used as a tire chalk for your trailer. <laughs> yeah, back to the start of the podcast. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to restart the whole thing. We're just going to restart the whole thing. So Alpine, real quick. This is a real quick one. Does anyone have any news from Alpine? Because I'll share the news from Alpine if you don't. Uh, share some Alpine news. 
The LP news is that uh, they are unveiling their new car, the A522, on... Oh, they do it the weird um, European way. The 16th <laughs> of February this year. Yeah, I think... Um, one... Does that make them the first, or is Aston Martin still coming out? No, I think well, Aston Martin's still on the 13th. It <laughs> is, and then uh, Ferrari's the 14th. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Day. And this will be the first time we see uh, one Pierre Gasly in the Alpine uniform. Um, Yeah, that's going to be exciting. There's been, um, like on Instagram, a couple like sweet videos Alpine released about like uh, Pierre Gasly leaving, uh, which were kind of heartfelt. And I thought it was kind of nice. Nice yeah. little touch, nice little goodbye for him. <clears throat> hey, mm-hmm. later. Sorry you sucked at Red Bull. <clears throat> <laughs> well, he, I, he got an unfair shot, I think. A lot of pressure. He got a shot. He got a shot. <clears throat> he kicked the bed, and Alex Albon came in and kicked the bed as well. That's so true. I think that, like, I, I what I honestly think happened with that situation was, and like, I'm not, I'm not referencing what Drive to Survive has said because they showed a certain side of it. I think that Christian Horner was until the very last minute convinced that no matter what he says now, I think that back in the day, he was convinced up to the last second that Ricardo was going to stay with them. And I think that him surprise leaving the team caused them to scramble so hard that they had to make it seem like they were already considering Gasly for the role mm. and then bring him up because they didn't want to seem so like they got caught in the bad foot back foot. Brought so, him up a little early, brought yeah. him up too early. They definitely was, did. Yeah, who was because the other driver that was there, I think at the time, was Dandy Kafiat, and he was also a former Red Bull driver and also shit his pants in the Red Bull seat. Um, mm. was that ever were... in Red Bull? Yeah, Kvyat was in Red Bull with Ricardo before Verstappen came around. Ah. But Kvyat had some nasty races, sent Vettel into the wall in one race, and just didn't do a good job. The Russians Meanwhile, are not good drivers. No, not really. They uh, can't keep their car on the track, and they can't keep their women in their bed. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. yeah, he wanted like really cheap vodka in his drink thing. Um, so... Um, so I don't think that they're gonna offer Kavit his seat back. So I think that's why they gave it to Gasly. Um and then I think maybe that the timeline's not right on that, but Alex Albon was in the mix somewhere. Um so, yeah, uh, I don't remember. I talked about long time ago. It's been a long night. So basically they, um, they they brought Gasly up too soon and they, they expected too much out of them. They really did because they were I mean, even when Ricardo was there, who's been he's had a lot more experience in Gasly, they were already kind of shifting their focus toward their young talent, Max. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah. I think good reason. I think Pierre Gasly just got into his head too much, too. And I don't think he was quite ready because when he went back down to Alphatari, he was on fire from he when did. he yeah, got he back good. <clears throat> from Alphatari until when he left. Yeah, he really um, stepped it up hard. He yeah. did. So I think Either if there was not a contract extension with Sergio Perez, he would have ended up in the Red Bull seat or what I had been thinking too. Um, 
<clears throat> was that maybe he would find a seat somewhere else and he did and yeah. i'm really excited to see what he can do somewhere else because i do think yeah. that there is a lot of talent there right yeah, and alpine is not a terrible team no i think no. he he'll, this this will give him a little room to shine i think a little bit more yeah, yeah. room that he needs because he is well, a really good driver he, yeah, he's, he's very consistent driver. he's on the he's level for of consistency like we used to see out of carlos Sainz and george russell yeah as I've said before, we'll say it again. There's 20 people in the world doing this job, and 19 of them, 18. Only, well, 19 now. 19. Yeah, <clears throat> 19 of them are there because they earned it. One is definitely there by accident. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not Pierre Gasly. Well, it's yeah. not accident. It's uh, is that accident? Well, no, no, no. So yeah. he he is it's the not, driver. We're not, talking they don't about. Even hide is, it. Currently, yeah. they there. made him the number one driver. Fuck yeah, sake. no shit. Behind a uh, two-time world champion, and then he yeah. was the number one driver behind a four-time world champion. Well, and don't forget that the only reason he's here is because of MoneyGram. Because of what? MoneyGram. No, that's just not who we're talking about. <laughs> no, I I was making a joke. It was like a yeah, jumping the lines joke. Like <laughs> you know, he paid his way in. He sent money. Oh, he, yeah, he money money his dad. <laughs> To his dead money grammed that money his dead the money Austin that, purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm picking it was a stretch. It was a stretch. It was. He it must was. have been doing some yoga because that was a good stretch. It was a good stretch. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's I mean, like I said, I'm excited to see what he can do there. I think mm-hmm. that there is a lot of talent and that'll bring a lot of excitement. <laughs> the other thing that's gonna make it kind of exciting, and I'll say at least for me personally, is um Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon don't get along. They're not really traditionally friends, despite the fact that they are both Frenchmen in F1. I think that's why they're not friends. Although on social media, they both said that they don't hate either one of them. So well, they, they had beef back was... from their karting days, but I think they've kind of gone past that. They're older and mature now. So you're right. But Esteban Ocon can still be like kind of a, a thorn in the side of any of his teammates. And so what I'm excited for was when oh. him and Sergio Perez were on the same team at um, Racing Point, like the precursor to Austin Martin. Because mm-hmm. Force was India or Racing Con. Point at that? And Force yeah. India was Racing Point. What is Austin Martin? Force India became Racing Point. Yeah. <clears throat> um, those that was exciting to watch those two go at it because they raced hard against each other every fucking race. Literally, well, then Akon raced hard against Alonzo a lot of races. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll be excited to see. Yeah, we'll do it. A different driver, like you know, we saw Esteban Ocon, or we saw like Alonzo for the last couple seasons racing against Ocon, and then prior to that, it was Sergio Perez. So it'll be really exciting to see like. Now Pierre Gasly going against Ocon and just seeing how that works out, seeing mm-hmm. if it, you know, if it pushes them further up, like you know, the point standings, or if it ends a catastrophic failure and crashes left and right. Right. Well, and we'll know more about that next year. <laughs> we'll know more no, about that here. in a couple months. We're yeah. like fucking three months away from the start Excuse of the me. season. I keep forgetting it's four days into the new year. But um, yeah. So again, uh, uh, mark your calendars. The sixteenth of February, they're going to be unveiling their car. So that'll be something to watch out for. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, hey, I, I always like seeing car unveilings. There are a lot of fun, and yeah, if you have the time, it is also 
you know, it's a little boring, a little blah, but it is it is kind of fun to watch like the interviews and all that stuff because they yeah. talk to Unless the they don't change anything. They just unveil the same yeah, guy they had like, last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same, <laughs> I mean, same shape, but like new new paint, usually new whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. You know, Ferrari went from they always had like a glossy paint job, like the year they went to like a flat yeah. matte paint job. That was pretty cool. I thought that was well yeah. done. It was really good in the matte. And then the some teams like we'll do the like just a testing livery livery whenever like red bull has done right. um and one other team did that too i think in the past where they had like a different special livery just for winter testing which i think is kind of cool well um, and the austin martin uh car reveal last year they not only revealed the f1 car but they also had uh austin martin valkyrie there which is a beautiful car and they had the um uh, the safety car and the medical car there as well. Yeah, I will say the one That's team cool. that and I that their reveal the other year made me really happy and excited um, was Mercedes, and that was when they rolled out that bl- all black car. Uh-huh. Um, that was fucking slick. Like the two years they ran all black, right? I think I'd... they should go back to that. So. The traditional Mercedes race color from the 50s is silver. That's why they use silver. And the black came around um, for a few different reasons, but like the social media popular one is because of the Black Lives Matter thing, like Lewis Hamilton being the only African-American driver on there was kind of like, you know, spearheading the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to talk about it a lot. And I don't think we need to talk about it a lot because that's any talking about it anymore is going to get out of racing, which we don't want to do here. So... Yeah. They made the cars and they changed the outfits and they both looked fucking dope. And I, I do also like the liked, black on the Mercedes. It does look uh, yeah, awesome. It looked fucking great. I will say that like both Valtteri Bottas Bot- and uh, Lewis Hamilton complained about the black uniforms in the sunlight because they were oh yeah, I thought they were hot as yeah. shit. Yeah, not not what they're used to because they usually run white and yeah. you know it's a little better in the sunlight. Unless it's on your skin, then it's terrible. That was a, I will say, like, yeah, that sucks, but that was still a slick looking car. Super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only other thing is, like, from that same season that I miss is the uh, Alphatari running the white rims. Oh, yeah. Sad. Those look good. Those, like, matte those white good. rims. God, that looks so good. Okay. So I think we're going to finally move on to Rumor Corner. Yay! Yeah, we love Rumor Corner. Rumor Corner is one of our favorite things. It is fun. Gonna... Oh, fuck! I just remembered another news story we need to talk about. <laughs> I did, and then and then we'll go to Rumor Corner. So that's a fake Rumor Cornering. Ignore the first Rumor Corner. So, um, it's a Ferrari losing fifty-five million dollars in sponsors. No, but we can talk about that. Don't get it back. They will. Let's. Wait, you know well, what? Let's, let's talk about. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about that, that next right. week. No, 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 let's talk about that right now because you just brought it up. <laughs> So the why don't you go ahead and head Ferrari's off, head off. got a $55 million sponsorship hole going into next season. But for how long? Could be for a while because they're a fucking, they were a stink burger ass team the last couple of years. Yeah. Okay. So there's more to Ferrari than just F1. I, but they're Ferrari... looking for fucking F1. They were looking for stickers on their F1 car. So <clears throat> I think. But they that... had their, the, the sponsors that left were a um, a chip company called Dragon Snapdragon. Dragon? 
Snapdragon, there was. I wanted yeah. to say Dragon Force, but they're a metal band. Um, yeah. And another one, I think, was a crypto exchange company. Dragon um, Force is also the units of measure uh, that you do when your balls are on a Bulgarian woman's uh, brush. Dragon Force. Anyway, so <laughs> so yes, those they bailed out for probably obvious reasons. Um, well, because yeah, crypto's going under. Why. And then it was like they wanted to do NFTs of the Ferrari cars, and Ferrari was like, "You want to sell pictures of nothing onto the internet?" So I don't, I don't think no, the Italians. No, we're not wrap, fucking doing that. He can't wrap their head around. Like, so Red Bull tried it. And so I just, you know what? I I don't know. I don't know dick about shit. So I'm just gonna say I don't think these <laughs> NFTs are gonna go anywhere. But I, I could be wrong. They're not. But, just, but they're fucking not. It's same with crypto. It's just not going fucking nowhere. It's not going. You can't sell nothing. The only person that ever that there are two <laughs> people in the history of the world that made money on selling nothing, and that's this one dude who was like. 19 years old when he made his first million dollars because he had a website domain and he sold ad space by the pixel. It was like 10 cents per pixel. But if you want any sort of ad space on this website, you've got to buy like 10 million pixels because a pixel is very small. He made yeah. a million fucking dollars off that. The only other person that made a bunch of fucking money is some Australian bastard that was selling air guitars on eBay. My man. <laughs> My yeah. And he got fucking he got fucking sued and won the case because he said more than once these are air guitars. They are air guitars. And then he'd like have a bunch of pictures of like him in underwear like posing with these guitars. The pictures were fantastic. They were like him like standing there like (laughs) (laughs) and he goes, if it was people were like, Well, I thought it was an actual air power guitar, and he goes, No, no, no. If it was, I would have said it's a pneumatic guitar. This is an air guitar, completely different. Yeah, he won that suit, didn't have to pay any money, made a bunch of money. So you can sell nothing, um, <laughs> unless you're NFT or crypto, because those are fucking stupid. They're dumb. They're, there is no money in that. Don't don't invest in those because they are going it's, nowhere. It's selling nothing. So, uh, yeah, Ferrari's at a, a sponsored <laughs> deficit, but I honestly look, Ferrari's a brand. It, it even if they're doing dog shit, I I would I guarantee, even if Ferrari is in the last place, like even if they're like in the, the realm of Williams, people are going to be chomping at dub bit to get their stickers on that car because it's a it's a brand. It's not a name. It's a brand. Yeah, you want to you want to be able to tell them. future customers. You know, we're sponsoring the Ferrari F1 team. And they're going to be like, I know F1. That's exclusive. Ferrari's pretty dope. So that must be really fucking cool. <clears throat> or you don't want them to show up and be like, you sponsored Ferrari? <laughs> I'm out of here. Fuck I mean, you fuck, guys. like, even if you sponsor Ferrari, like, so even if Ferrari's doing dog shit, you're still sponsoring the one team that's been in F1 the longest at this point. It's true. That's like sponsoring the Yankees. The Yankees haven't won a World Series in how long? Been a while. But the name is synonymous with baseball. If it's attached to you in any way, you're going to get recognition. That's true. I mean, you're not wrong. Sorry, Dave, but it's true. I I don't. You're right. I don't think that they will have trouble trouble finding sponsors, but that is still like a substantial dent in their. It is a yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's a setback for sure. It's, It's a definite setback. 
And the the the, the funniest ironic part is going to be that they will find sponsors to give them money after they've already submitted all of their cost stuff for the year. Right. So <laughs> they're going to end with 50, 50 million, you know, over budget or whatever, because these people are going to be giving the money and they'll spend <laughs> a lot of money on food. <clears throat> but yeah, so Ferrari is in a bit of a financial crisis, but fear not, you know, weary traveler, they will be there next season. And the no, season after that, they're not going nowhere. Yeah, they, going they are. Nowhere. They are secured. We're they're, not. We're not talking be... about the Seven Up sponsored car. I'd be willing to wager they'd be back on top again someday too. Uh, There's going to be a story coming out where it's just like F1 executive happens to find fifty six million dollars in a bag on the side of the road. Right. Mm, yep. What luck! Exactly. Decide to donate it to the F1 team. Right. <laughs> So we've uh, covered that. So uh, I think we can move on to rumor corner. Rumor corner. Rumor. 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 Corner. So we all know that Audi is going to be coming into F1. What? Yes. Oh, I need huh. to just kidding. <laughs> so Audi's coming into F1. And when you are a team, it, it, it's a done deal. They're taking over Sauber. Uh, they're taking over the, the, the main uh, sponsor, uh, Alfa Romeo, who is currently buying Ferrari Motors, but Audi is coming in as a motor works team, and what that means is that you are supplying your own motors. Now, Ferrari, Mercedes, and um, that's it, really. It's Ferrari and Mercedes, well, and, and Renault, uh, Ferrari, <laughs> Mercedes, and Renault, they are the only motor works teams that are on the grid right now. Yeah. Um, no other teams make their own motors. Red Bull tried to do that. They were thinking about doing that with Porsche, but the deal kind of faltered because Porsche made it public. It, it, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. But the fact that their MotorWorks team is pretty dope. And so they're coming in trying to make a big splash. They're already making a big splash. They're going to make a big splash. And they have not announced any drivers at all. So we on the Tire Preference Podcast have already discussed the fact that Mick Schumacher might be a Premo choice to bring in this new team he's mm-hmm. a german bringing a german car company in his father already brought a german car company into f1 mercedes <coughs> and he'll be yeah. a prime age in his prime driving time he's got some couple of years to to wait because 2026 is when they're officially going to take over yeah. the alpha yeah. male salver team but mick's not out of it he's a res- he's like a a uh, reserve driver for Mercedes now. Yeah, he's yeah, a reserve so driver. He'll, and he'll be around the track. and you know. He'll be around the track. He'll be doing some testing and stuff like that. He'll have a lot of simulator hours and, and doing some preseason testing. And it, it, it's not unheard of to have um, a backup driver drive a race. We saw that three times, almost four to- oh, four times last season, right? Yeah, yeah. something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was with... Um... Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg right? and DeVries. Vettel twice. And yeah, that's right. DeVries. DeVries. Maybe it was three. Because it was, yeah. It was, it was three, yeah. Vettel, Vettel twice. And, the TV. Yeah. And then <laughs> Russell and Mercedes the season before. All right. So who's going to be Audi's second driver? Who's going to be Audi's second driver? Sebastian Vettel? Here's where the rumor corner comes into itself. Go on. Who is the CEO of Salba? Who is Audi? 
I have no fucking idea. It's that Cecil guy from McLaren. Um, from McLaren. Oh yeah, we talked about that like the last episode. I think. Who who is Cecil from Robert? McLaren? Yeah, he's a uh, Cecil something Cecil. He he's got a long history in F one. He brought Mercedes in or not Mercedes? Sorry, BMW in. Oh, uh, back in, like, okay. One or whatever. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're he was like, and so he's an engineer <clears throat> that started. So he's got a really good. So he's not going to be a team principal. So he has to hire a team principal, and needs to hire drivers. So, um, and and people like him a lot. Everyone he's worked for says he's a great guy because he doesn't seem like someone who's a big wig who spends most of the time in the office. He started as an engineer, so they see him as a grime under the fingernails, busted knuckles dude who's in the trenches with us and leading us on. <laughs> Andreas Seidel says Andreas Seidel left his role as McLaren team principal to join Alfa Romeo owner Sauber as chief executive ahead of their Audi merger. Andreas Stella has been promoted to team principal at McLaren. Oh shit! Jesus, fuck. <laughs> and the production is so high right now. Wait, we're coming. Up Dave, stop face palming. Fuck. Yeah, that that asshole. That fucking. Crap. <laughs> yeah, that's brony. That smug. Okay. That that cutter that of lines. Right he cuts there. in lines like he fucking farts in the movie theater. <laughs> he gives you expired coupons. <laughs> 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 he still tries to sell you cutco knives Northern. so <laughs> we're not no no we're not no we did you have to stop because if you say something i'm gonna say something we can't get back into this Tyler. we can't do it so you knew exactly where i, was going just, yeah, I did so look <laughs> there's an idea for patreon just give us a subject and Tyler and I'll riff on it for an hour and then you can have it on the Patreon. That's a great Patreon idea. We can it, it's easy to do and people will pay money for it. Ideally, hopefully. So tell us in the comments on whatever you're wat- listening or watching. You know, just would would that be something you'd want to hear? Are <laughs> like, you gonna pay us a monthly subscription? A dollar. A dollar a month. Um anyway, so moving on, rumor corner. <laughs> Jesus fuck. We've been a rumor corner for a long time. So, because we're trying we, to hear the guys, thing. we've been floundering. So we have to. I mean, I don't want to say floundering. We we have been trying to get to the bottom. It's it's important. So anyway, I'm not even going to ask you his name. That dude, that Andreas Seidel, 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 Lidl, 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 D D D D D. So Seidel. <laughs> Little, little, little. Yes. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Harvey Birdman reference. <laughs> little, little. Anyway, so uh, Seidel, um, he is. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're so close to the end right now. On, on subject. Ha ha ha. On subject. So, Seidel is coming from McLaren, right? Mm hmm. Yes. A rising talent who loves Seedle is Daniel Ricardo. Oh, what? Lando Norris. So the rumor mill is that Seedle needs to find a team principal for the team, but he also needs to find drivers for the team. So the rumor corner is, is he has the power and weight to sway Lando Norris from Zach Brown to Audi. 
Now, if you have mm. Lando Norris mm. as your number one and your German driver, your Deutschen driver, uh, Schumacher's number two, that's a fucking powerhouse because Lando Norris gets results and Mick Schumacher is fucking German. So that, that could you be have a good everything the team <laughs> needs. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's... <clears throat> Zach Brown still got some pull to keep Lando around, but you know Lando could be worried because their new um, uh, who's their their new guy this year? Um, Piastri. Sound gas Piastri. Piastri. You know Piastri. Piastri's done well, so we could see in like the first one or two years of him around, like that could be either a good or bad move. Um, for well, Lando, because if Piastri right. shows up and he's fucking shit up, he could end up being the number one driver of McLaren. Well, yeah, well, and Lando time... has seen what what happened to Ricardo. I mean, sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But Lando has also seen what happens when a McLaren driver moves to a new German driving team and then wins seven fucking world championships. Lewis Hamilton, who was driving for McLaren and then went to a Mercedes. A well, wait, wait, did he win with McLaren? He did win a championship with McLaren. Sure, but uh, he yeah. won the like people like when you're like, oh, where did he win the championships? Mercedes. You don't go, well, he was yeah. in McLaren. Yeah, they say Mercedes. Yeah. So I don't know. So that's we'll another see. young British driver who is at McLaren that can move to Mercedes or German company, sorry, and start uh, winning a bunch of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what talk, happens. It's, I think it's bound to get uh, fun and interesting. When's Audi jumping in? In 26, 26 right? 26, So, yeah. that's three years at McLaren to see what McLaren does. If McLaren starts doing really well, I mean, that'd be a hard move for him. But It and would I be a hard what, move for him, but we've seen his, hard... Uh, like contract's up in 2024 or 5? 24. Science is up in 26, and Verstappen's is up in 28. And we we could, I mean, if Verstappen wants to stay in the, in the the race, we could see him jump over. I mean, why not? Uh, especially if Audi comes out and starts doing really well. If they're not in the bottom, you know, if they're competing for third and fourth, why wouldn't he want to go and see that uh, extra challenge? And we also have, um, you know, Science, who's uh, contract is up a year after they're coming in. Fuck, if, if I was science, you know, and I was doing the same as I did in Ferrari the next two years, I'd fucking jump ship. I love Ferrari. I want all the best drivers for Ferrari, but I also love Carlos Sainz, and yeah. I want to see him do well. And if he can be more competitive in other teams, I think he definitely needs to make the jump over because he's got the talent. He just doesn't have yeah. the car. So, yeah, that's um, that's rumor corner. Um, the rumor being that... Um, What's his name is going to convince uh, Lando to come over to the dock side? Oh. We'll see. I guess it would. I think it'll depend on how McLaren does over the next three years, and maybe how promising Audi looks in testing oh. and what they. Fuck! You know what news we forgot to cover? What? what? Andretti. Oh fuck yeah! That's right. Oh, we do need to cover Andretti. Andretti got a huge. All right, moving on. Sorry, Andretti got a huge fucking. We'll just sponsor. do a piece on it right now. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I was done with rumor corner. Rumor corner is whatever. 
Um, Andretti got a big sponsor. I can't remember what the name of the company is, but they are worth like billions of dollars. So that would cover their entrance fee <clears throat> into F1, which I think is like 250 million or something like that. No, so they actually just <laughs> so as of a couple days ago, I can't remember his name, but the head of the FIA has finally released that they have the FIA has an agreed upon set of things you have to do to become a team member in F1. And we're not talking buying a team that's already existing. We're talking an additional fucking team. So 11 could be 12. And amongst those things is an entry fee. So first you have to pay like a $5,000. I'm interested fee. And then you need to like write all these fucking cover letters and all these cover letters from your team members, like the head of engineering, the head of arrow, the head of fucking um, suspension and all that shit. Um, they have to write all the stuff. It's, it's a whole rigmarole. It's a process. There's a it's lot a process. to it. And then just to get them to entertain the idea. And if they entertain by the idea, you have this then cough up like 150K to go, yeah, I'm definitely fucking serious in this. And then there has been an agreement amongst the standing teams that they don't want another company to come in and do dog shit and then dilute the party fund from them so they don't want some yeah. team to come in half-assed and doing half cock shit just to waste money for them to be competitive the next year so there is a 200 million dollar um fee that the company whoever comes in the team has to pay to cover the dilution they call it the dilution fee 200 million that will cover the cost of them coming in last place basically is what it is because if they come in last place, that's what they're... I think that the idea is that's what they're going to take out of the prize pool. Yeah. It's $200 million. Uh, <clears throat> So, yeah. So, they were able to secure a sponsor that's worth a lot of money. And it sounds like the president of the FIA is... They're moving forward and considering it. So, Andretti's plan would to be on the grid by 2024 ahead. That's their ideal goal ahead of then there's going to be a regulation change in 2026. Yeah, 2026 is the next and they've been change. <clears throat> been real quiet about like they've been in the news towards the end of the season about like oh Andretti was here and they were doing this and they were there and it sounds like they've been quiet recently. So I think gears have been moving. So there is a good to fair chance that come 2024 we could be looking at 11 teams and 20 and 22 drivers, which would be fucking dope. Because be the cool. grid, like Jake had alluded to a little earlier, currently the grid allows for 12 teams and 24 drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and it would maximum. be nice. To, maximum. And it would be nice to see another team in there in the mix, it would. more competition, uh, more drivers, more racing. Well, and we're getting to the point where Andretti needs to nut up or shut up because. They talked a lot about like, oh, we want to get into F1, but the FIA is fucking blocking us. And the FIA just laid out guidelines. This is the shit you need to do. (laughs) And the other thing about Andretti is what's the fastest growing market in F1 right now? America. America. 100%. And Andretti has already said that if they become a team, they're going to create not only just a um, headquarters in America, 
but their own what motor works in America, which means they're going to find a company Ooh. to make them engines for them. And they're going to be built in America along with the cars in America. They're going to be using drivers. Well, they don't have to, but ideally <laughs> what I think is going to happen is they're going to find American drivers to race. They're, they're and, pegged to at least have one driver, an American driver from Indy series would come over that drives for their team. Right. That would and, be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, Indy is a lot different than F1, but it's not that big of a jump. It's it's a less of a jump than like GT cars or American classic cars or Le Mans cars to F1. Indy's a yeah. smaller jump. Um mm-hmm. and, and they already jump, have and you they still, still have, to have FIA points, but but here's the like, thing is that like not only do they not have like a really good well driven um Indy team, they also do a lot of work in Formula E. So that's two different divisions that are quote unquote open wheeled racing that they're doing stuff in. So it, you're, you're not having the situation where like, say you had uh Yost from um, Williams and his second in command that came from no open wheeled racing experience and suddenly into open wheel racing and they did not very well. You have a, a, a Andretti racing team that knows open wheel racing. I mean, fuck, his dad was an F1 racer for the longest time. They've done I think shit done. I think Michael drove F1 for a little bit too. The I, yeah, in the 90s. I think he did, yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. And Michael Andretti is the one that's like pushing all this shit. Because yeah. Mario's still alive and ticking, but I think he's being the, you know, which is well-deserved. The old man I'm sitting on my... You know, Barker lounger, and I'm watching the fucking. Oh, he's race. still out. They do like I went to um um <clears throat> an indie race in 2020, I think it was 2021, and they did um he fucking he does like a procession when they're warming up. Mario is out driving in a two seater um indie car with someone in the back seat. Right, that'd be dope. Even I don't know, like but how fucking old he is, like 80 or some shit like that. Right. He's fucking ancient. Um, but yeah, so you know, they it's it's looking like officially, and nothing's been said yet, but officially Mario and Shreddy said we are ready when the doors opened. And the FAA has said the doors opened, but only if you unlock these X amount of locks. And Mario and has said Sorry, Michael. The Andretti Racing team has said we have the keys for those X amount of locks. So now we're just going to see what happens. Are they going to use the keys or are they not? We'll 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 see what's coming up. I personally hope they do. I'd love to see an Andretti back on the the grid, even if it's not the driver. If it's just a team, they can bring in more young talent, uh, make it even more competitive because you know that they're not. They have seen what happened, Haas. They're not going to come out and go limp dick, fucking, you know, whatever the fuck. They're going to come out hard and they're going to, you know, take the fight to the top. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be exciting to see. Really interesting to see. And of course, we will keep uh, the fans of this podcast and racing informed as we hear information about it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, And we're learning along with you. So, one thing about this podcast is we're not bringing you breaking news. We're bringing you a dumbed down version of the breaking news for ease of understanding and our own opinions. And the best thing you can do is listen to what we say, do your own research, and then come to your own conclusions. 
Yes, we bring you everything for an ease of understandment, as Jake yes. just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an ease of understandment. <laughs> Is it bad that I knew exactly what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm making up my own goddamn words, and my friends are here to understand them, and that's all I really care about. Because what is this podcast at the core? Somebody's talking about F1 over some beers. So bring it back home. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Bless you. Thousand times. All right, and I think that wraps it up for the uh, Tire Preference Podcast. Coming back from our winter break, talking about F1 stuff, riffing on people, as we do, as you know. So we're going to go ahead and say uh, again, I'm Jake. I'm sitting here with Tyler. Hi. <laughs> so, so <laughs> <pick up. laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Tyler and uh, Dave. Yo, yo. Everyone's hitting their water bottles. Yeah, everyone's hitting their water bottles because it's the end of the podcast. So <laughs> uh thank you so much for listening. Uh if you want to follow us more, uh you can find us on Twitter at Tire Preference Pod. You can find me on Twitter at the Red Kennedy. You can find me on Instagram at the Red Kennedy45. You can find Tyler at T.K.66 at Instagram. Um that's it. That's the only social media I really pay attention to. So, right, right. And uh, Dave, where can we find you at? Maximum underscore Dave at the Instagrams and at uh, featuring next Friday on the Instagrams. Yeah. And if you want to see any video game footage of Dave and I playing, you can always check out uh, Schnuckle Fritz. It's linked to the YouTube page that we have, the Tire Preference Podcast YouTube page. Uh, so you can check that out there. Um, if you want to listen to us on a different streaming platform, I think we're on all podcast platforms now, right? Just about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, iTunes. Um, Stitcher. Stitcher, Google, Amazon. Apple. Yeah, any place you get your podcast, you can find us. Share us with a friend um, on whatever site you're listening to us on. Please, 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 please. Give us a like, give us five stars, give us a comment, do whatever you can. I know it's annoying. It takes two seconds. You don't have to write anything, you know, profound in the comments. Just, you know, a number. You say whatever you want. Give us a prime number. Just, you know, yeah, tell us what your favorite fucking bread is. I don't care. You know, just something. They they help us out more than you can ever understand because we're trying to, you know, reach as many people as we can in our audience um but we're always going to bring you the same content because we're really just three guys drinking beer talking about f1 (laughs) but if we can get out there to the masses then hey i mean that's great we're not looking to be famous but if it happens fuck it it happens so yeah 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 help out however you can give us a like give us a share tell your friends tell them to follow borrow your friend's phone be like i'm gonna get an uber and then go on youtube or Spotify or whatever and just fucking follow us Tire Preference Podcast do it yeah all all the new subscribers help they, yeah they whatever do. you kids listen on nowadays mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, keep an eye out for uh, you know fun new things in the future so for sure some things in the pipeline that will uh, will be coming out so at any rate uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say keep within track limits 
And I'm gonna say fuck track limits, uh, ignore the braking zones, hit the gas. Just fucking hammer it in there. Well, you know me. Don't want to be a stain on the walls. Hit them breaking points. <laughs> right. What do you mean by stain on the walls? You don't want to fucking you want to miss like the turn and the just brains. go straight into the yeah. wall. Gotcha. Be a stain on the wall. Dude, man, there are so many terrible fucking jokes I can make right now, but mm-hmm. I won't because I don't want to. We'll wait till yeah. Dave hits the record button. <laughs> Turns it off. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, thank you for uh, sticking around with us, even though we had our two-week break for the holidays. Um, really means a lot. Uh, you know, we enjoy y'all listening to us. So Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, so mm. stay tuned. Later. Love you guys.